What gets me about Mother's Day is that all these husbands are expected to buy their expected to buy their wives things. Like someone asked me, or Mark Arthur says, "Hey, what have you bought?" I said, "For Mother's Day." I was like, "It's not my fucking man." Hello, it's another episode of Time to Q Talking in the House. It is Sunday the 19th of March, which means it is Mother's Day. But that also means that two days ago was St. Patrick's Day, uh, a day of the year which I hate with a passion. Might surprise you to hear that, you know, Terry McHugh, the North Belfast uh, Celtic daft fella, hates St. Patrick's Day. Like, I mean, I properly despise it. It's the whole... The whole party waggery thing is the whole fucking Irish day that annoys my head. Like, like perfect example. Uh, people be sitting on St. Patrick's Day and they're going out. So they're going out, right? And they're like, right, Mary, it's St. Patrick's Day, which means I have to be Irish as fuck today. So fetch me my skinny jeans, my brown shoes and my body warmer, my super dry body warmer and a gas shirt. What gas shirt would you like, honey? Well, it's St. Patrick's Day, so today I will be wearing my gas shirt that has the hunger strikers on the back and the H-blocks on the sleeves. Like, that, cause, cause that's what the hunger strikers wanted. They wanted to be on a gas t-shirt. Uh, and it's, I just find that they show a complete lack of respect for the thing that they're running about that day proclaiming the love. You know, like, I mean, for fuck's sake, I've I, I seen one walking past, the, you know, the proclamation of independence on a gas shirt. Because that's what the people in 1916 died for, like, isn't it? They went out and fought for, you know, Irish freedom and an Irish republic that included everybody. You know, they, that's not what they fought for. No, they went out and fought so they could be on a gas shirt. You know, M- Michael Collins, I seen one guy walking past me. He had Michael Collins on a gas shirt. Right, Michael Collins, one of the, you know, and I don't care what say the defense you're on, right? Michael Collins was a military genius, let's be honest. You know, I mean, this is a man who brought the British Empire to the negotiating table. Not many men do that. You know, and then he, and, like, fought for his country, died in the Civil War, you know, uh, was, was, you know, you, you gotta look at it. He, he's, he's an Irish hero. And he's on a gas shirt. It's like, yeah, that's what Mick Collins was striving for all his life. All the, he's just, oh, I can't believe I'm gonna die without seeing myself on a gas shirt. You know, and it, it's just, it just, it's just a level of disrespect, and this is what gets me. They all run about going, fucking, oh, I love being Irish, but watch me disrespect the hell out of it. You know, like people walking about wearing tricolours, like a cape. You know, like, you know, I'm super finian. Don't wear your flag like a cape. That's the first thing. Second thing is, don't wear it like a cape upside down. So, all oh, right, Sympatic was the patron saint of the Ivory Coast as well. Uh, speaking of, by the way, speaking of Sympatic, Sympatic was a fucking fraud. Sympatic has never, as far as I know anyway, uh, I, could, I could be completely making this up, but as far as I know, Sympatic was never officially canonized by a Pope, which means he's not a saint. Sympatic was not Irish. St. Bridget fucking hates him. Like, poor St. Bridget, you know, she's, she's Irish and she's, she's, she's been canonized, she's an actual saint, she made those fucking intricate crosses from bamboo or whatever, you know, 
and there's Patrick's one about heaven. Everybody celebrates my day. Everybody, they all love me. Yes. And she'd be like, you're not a saint. You're not even fucking Irish, you prick. And you know, and he was a dick. St. Patrick was a dick. Like, St. Patrick, right, he, was, he was walking about Ireland, getting on like he's a saint. And then God came along then one day and went, here, Patrick, you're running about here like you are, you know, you're, you're Billy Big Balls. Well, you got to do something to earn this Billy Big Ballsness that you're on about with. Uh, so I, it's Thursday. I'm going to give you to Monday. I need you to banish something from Ireland, right? An animal, perhaps. Just off you go. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a shout Monday. You've got the weekend. Three hours later, Patrick rings God. Like, hello, is that God? Right, God. Uh, I'm done. I've, I've banished something from Ireland. God was like, you couldn't possibly have banished anything from Ireland. She only left you three hours. No, no, it's done. I'm telling you, I, I've banished, I banished the snakes. And God goes, Patrick, stop taking the piss. Sure, there are no snakes in Ireland. And St. Patrick went, exactly. If that English prick over there can say that he's fighting fucking dragons, then I can say I get rid of the snakes. You know, he could have got rid of anything. Anything, right? Snakes I can handle. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, you can run away from a snake. Because I sort of think, when it comes to animals that you want to run away from, if they've got more legs than you, chances are they're going to catch you. Snakes have no legs. I have two. Chances are I'll get away. Spiders have eight legs. I have two. Chances are spiders going to catch me, bite me, and I'm going to die. Right? He caught up on his spiders, but he didn't, because he's a dick. And it's and and it's spider season is back. Um, you've got uh, you've got the big bastard ones floating about again. Like I was the other day, my mate turns around and she goes, she goes, hey, don't look. What's the first thing you do when someone says don't look? You look. So don't look, don't look. So I looked, and right enough, there's a giant, a third of a spider, just fucking walking across the shop. And I was like, oh, Jesus, it's that time of year again. You know, I walk up in a nervous wreck. Walking in the room, it's just... I, so I know, I, when I walk in the room, see if there's one in the room, I know it's there before I see it. I'm telling you, it's like a sixth sense. It's like, I see dead people. I sense spiders. Uh, like, I know the bar, it's outside, it's a bit drafty in spots because it's not 100% finished yet. I know there's going to be spiders out there, uh, you know, and I know I walk in there some night, there'll be a big giant one, that's go, fuck it, burn it. Uh, but he caught, he caught to get rid of the spiders. He caught, but he didn't. He rid of the snakes. Fuck off, Patrick. Uh, you know, and, and the whole support is like, like, like I said, like the flag thing, they run about wearing a flag like a cape. I mean, I think when it comes to flags, right, uh, don't wear it as a cape. Don't ride on it. I love seeing that, you know, you know, with Tones concerts, they're, they're all sitting there going, fucking up the rah, we love Ireland, unite our country. While waving a flag, a tricolor that they've written Big Smicks on tour on it, you know. So don't, don't, that's, that's not respecting your flag. Uh, you know, don't, don't hang it on a lamppost overnight. And it's not just here, it's not just tricolors, I'm talking both sets of flags here, right? I mean, for a country that people claim to love their flag so much, you know, and I'm always saying to people, you can't eat a flag and a flag's not going to keep you warm. Right? But for a country that's put so much importance in their flags, like, uh, you know, like, I mean, Jesus Christ, when they took the flag down off of City Hall, we'd rats here. Fucking rats. People killing each other over flags, right? But yet these people are quite happy to hang the flag on a lamppost, leave it up overnight, which you're not meant to do with your flag. It's very disrespectful to leave your flag flying overnight. They leave it flying overnight. They let it lie there for months until it's tattered and torn and falls off into the gutter. You know, and like, we, like basically we live in a place where everybody's run about going, respect my culture. 
And you just like, sort of watch it go, well, how can you expect anybody else to respect your culture when you can't fucking respect it yourself? And I think when people get a grip of that here, we may, you know, get on a bit. Uh, but, and don't burn it, obviously. And just, I, hate, I just, I don't know, I just hate some politics. And like, it's the whole, oh, Jesus, let's get a pint of Guinness. And you're sort of going, I drink Guinness 365 days. The year. Well, I don't drink it 365 days of the year because then I'd be an alcoholic. Although, I'm say I'm not far off drinking it 365 days of the year, you know, because I like a wee beer in the evenings. I have a beer most evenings. Like, I don't come home and drink seven or eight and, you know, punch the wife and stuff. <laughs> just, you know, like a long day dealing with idiots who don't know how to work our mobile phones. Uh, you know, you come home, wee beer, take your edge off, means you don't fucking kill anybody. But I, cause that's I drink, I drink Guinness or Corona. And I stopped drinking Corona for a long, long time. But I used to drink Corona. Like, I mean, I was drinking Corona like 20 odd years ago before it was fucking cool. You know, uh, yeah, I, I was drinking that. I liked that band before it was, before they were, before they were cool. I liked them on their first and second CDs. But I tell you that I drank Corona before it was cool. Uh, because when I was a UU champion, Oh, by the way, my show, World on a String, 28th and 29th of April at the Max Theatre. Uh, Saturday night is going to sell out pretty soon, uh, but Friday night is lagging. So if you want to come to that, buy a ticket for the Friday night, maybe, perhaps, or the Saturday night, or come to both nights. Uh, but when I was a real champion, I worked with a bunch of guys from Mexico, and Mexico is, or Corona is Mexico's beer, right? So Corona is like Mexico's Guinness. And they were drinking it, and I tried it, and I went, oh, this is lovely, right? Now, they put a lemon in it back then. It wasn't a lemon, this lemon thing. I don't know when that started. But they put a lemon on And I noticed the Mexican guys, when they went to the bar, they always told the guys, no, I thought we put, in, we put in fruit in my beer. The fuck, like? And I asked them, I said, what's the crack with that? And they explained to me, right, the reason that the lime goes, or the lemon then, or the lime now, the reason that goes into the bottle of Corona, they do that in Mexico, right? But they do it in Mexico to keep the flies away from their drink. That's why they're doing it. So all these hipsters run about drinking bottles, oh, I'm lying, I love a lime in my Corona. It's to keep the flies away. And we don't live in a place that's hot enough and has enough flies that need lemon in your drink to keep them away. So anyway, so I, was, I used to drink that. Stopped drinking it because I went to Hawaii. Well, it wasn't Hawaii we went to, it was Maui we went to. And when we got to Maui, they had the worst rain. I mean, the worst rainfall since records began. So since the day that a wee man in Maui woke up and went, I think it's time we started keeping records. Since he woke up and done that, they were having the worst rain ever, right? There was mountains that, that slipped down into the fucking, onto the main road, so you couldn't get up and down across the island and stuff, right? Uh, part of the things we were meant to be doing was a helicopter ride up around the volcanoes and stuff, which we eventually got to do. And I tell you here, the best part of that, the helicopter ride, that we were on it. And you're sort of looking out the window, and I looked at the window, and I fucking recognised something. I went, this is Jurassic Park. This is, this is where they fly in the helicopter into Jurassic Park. And I said it to one of the other guys, like, don't be stupid, I'm fucking telling this Jurassic Park. And then next thing, over the headphones, they started playing the Jurassic Park music. And I was like, I fucking knew it. And he came down into the valley of Jurassic Park. I was like, oh my God, I'm in Jurassic Park. I was like, fucking, oh. Uh, but we were, but the, 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 it rained constantly. So all I'd done in Hawaii was drink and smoke. And that's what someone said. And we said, tired this entire week, every time I've looked at you, you've either been lighting a cigarette or putting out a cigarette or opening a beer or finishing a beer. Like, I got up one morning and went down the rest. I mean, the, the rain that bad, the, the fucking, the swimming pool at the resort went out, overflowed into the fucking restaurant. Uh, but nobody passed any remark. Everybody just walked in, sat down with their wet feet. And, cause it was still warm. But 
I was sitting one morning, the guy was up, he says, what would you like for breakfast? Like they had steak on the breakfast menu. This is a fucking normal thing in American places. And, uh, and I went, oh, I'll have whatever. And he says, what would you like to drink? And I went, I'll have a Corona. And he went, he went, excuse me, sir, but it is breakfast. And I went, mate, I didn't ask you what fucking meal of the day it was. I asked you to get me a Corona. Look at the weather. It's not like I'm fucking going to be doing anything a day. So by the time I got home from Hawaii, my shape was sick of a Corona. Uh, but then I was out one night there, it was a couple of years ago, I was out with my mate and she drinks Corona and she turned, she was out and I went, that looks fucking lovely. I remember it being lovely. She said, give me one of them. And they put the lemon and the lemon and that and I was, oh fuck, it's just, it's so nice and refreshing and fucking lovely. But the problem is it's dangerous because one fucking, you put it to your head once and you've half a bottle drink. Uh, but anyway, who gives a, who gives a fuck what you drink there? So, uh, I drink at 365 days of the year, but then on St. Patrick's Day, people are like, oh, right, we must get a Guinness. Why? Just drink what you fucking normally. And bars going, oh, we have green Guinness. I don't fucking want my Guinness green. I don't want any liquid that I drink to be green. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any fucking green-coloured thing that's good for you if it's in a liquid form. Uh, green Guinness. Where's my gosh? I said, fuck, I hate St. Patrick's Day. I can't stand St. Patrick's Day. Uh... But it's, it's done now. It's, it's, and, and in the other thing, fuck St. Patrick's Day, like, what happens in GAA clubs up and down the land, right? The kids that are at the GAA club, all of a sudden, they're not just kids at the GAA club anymore. Suddenly, they're the entertainment. You know, as we go on, Jesus Cahill, you know, uh, you know a good wee Irish song, or don't you, Cahill? Uh, cause everyone in Tyrone's called Cahill. I think it's a law in Tyrone that you have to call your firstborn Cahill. In fact, I know it's a law because that's what you call my wife's older sister. Uh, <laughs> but Carl, you know we sing as we song our Carl on, and then it's like eight-year-old fucking butcher some, and you know, and that's the thing as well because the songs that you see them singing on some parties there as well, you know, boys singing songs that the rest of the year they wouldn't entertain, and they don't know the words, and it just annoys you. And like I seen two cultures. Right, because I work in Paddock's Day. I always work in Paddock's Day because it's, it's the easiest shift of the year and you need a day off the next week. For, although this year's shift was fucking horrible. Uh, seemingly on St. Paddock's Day, not only do people want to whack Paddy like nothing normal, but they suddenly forget how to use a mobile phone. But uh, I was... I, so where, where I work, it's just surrounded by bars. And at one point, the band that was playing was playing... The Cranberries, zombie, you know, in your head, in your head, zombie, zombie, right? So he's playing that, and they're all the cultures and they're and they're fucking, you know, their proclamation gas shirts are fucking in your head, in your head, you know, giving it big licks like I know the line in that song where it's like, uh, it's like nineteen sixteen in your head, in your head, in your head. Right? So when it came to the nineteen sixteen, but there was these three cultures, and they all had their arms on each other and they raised their glasses. It's like nineteen sixteen, you know, and in your head, and and they're giving it big licks, and I just look at them going, I would love to go and tap you in the shoulder. You know, especially when they give it the raising their glasses, the 1916. But I'd love to when we're talking about you do know that that song was written as a like a real sort of it, it was a reaction to an IRA bombing in England. It was a real fuck you, pro v bastards song. That's what it was written as. Uh, whereas Houston's are all sitting there going, "Oh, it's fucking Irish, it's fuck up our ass, like, fuck me." 
But anyway, so GA comes up with that the children become the entertainment, don't they? And it's like, oh, Cahal, go on, sing your wee song, and Cahal butchers a song for three minutes. But for those three minutes, everyone has to be deadly quiet because the child's singing. You're sitting there going, I came around here for a pint and a bit of crack in a conversation. Not to sit listening to fucking Cal from around the road butchering fucking whiskey in the jar. You know, and then I don't know what it is about St. Patrick's Day as well. Old men seem to carry fucking, you know, they're leaving the house. So it was right, fucking right, brown shoes, jeans, fucking gas shirt. Uh, oh, I need three tin whistles just in case. You know, all of a sudden people start producing tin whistles out of fucking nowhere. There you go, kids. Fucking give us a wee tune on the tin whistle there. So now you've got a couple of seven-year-olds fucking baiting out God knows what on a tin whistle. Which is the most unmusical instrument ever. Fuck, I hate the tin whistle. I hate the noise that it makes. It's not an instrument. Even people, even when you're really, really good at it, it's just fucking noisy and irritating. Uh, like, you know, my sister played it. And I remember when I was 15, 16, waking up on a Saturday morning, hanging, hungover, and she would start at 9 in the morning, baiting out whatever song with a tin whistle. Like, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to break that over your fucking head. You know, and, and then, of course, it's the, right, now, oh, 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 you, 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 you three, you three girls there, you, you're really good to go and do the Irish dance there. And now you've got people Irish dancing, so you spend about an hour. These children here were just out having a bit of crack and talking to their mates and being on their phones are, are forced to be the entertainment for the night. And we all have to be deathly quiet. I, I do. I hate some products day. I can't be barbered. But it's done. It's done for another year. And now it's Mother's Day. Which is another day I fucking hate. Mother's Day winds me up. No, it's not, it's not Mother's Day winds me up. It isn't. Because mothers are brilliant. Mothers are class. My mother's brilliant. Uh, what gets me about Mother's Day is that all these husbands are expected to buy their, expected to buy their wives things. Like someone asked me, or work your day, says, hey, what have you bought Trisha for Mother's Day? And I was like, it's not my fucking man. And he looked up and he was like, what do you mean? He says, she's not my man. Why would I be getting around? Told my kids to get her something. And useless, didn't bother. I says to them, says, I've organised the card from Moonpig. By the way, Moonpig didn't fucking get here on time. Mm. It's used three bars or something. Right, and Michael's got his own money. Don't know where he gets it from. Well, I don't know where he gets it from. He's a monetized YouTube channel because he's a wee dick. You know, he's like thousands of subscribers. I think I have six. Uh, so he's his own money from that. Uh, Patrick has his own money from Christmases and birthdays and all that kind of carry on. Uh, Aaron works. So they've all got their own money. He says, all three of you, buy your mother something. The only one that bought her something was the youngest. He walked to the shop, which is a mile away from us. He walked a mile and a mile back, and he bought his mommy wee hard sweeties because he loves her. There you go. The other two, fucking useless. Uh, but the Mother's Day, it's not Mother's Day that annoys me. It's social media on Mother's Day. Right? Like, it's so fucking... This is my mother. He is the best mother in the world. She has been through so much, and she raised us all, and she loves us, and I love her. Happy Mother's Day, Mother. And you think to yourself, like, why are you doing that? You know, it's an Instagram, Facebook, whatever you post on. Why are you doing that? Why are you going on, inter- on the internet and going, oh, my mother, I love my mother. Just go and tell your man that you love. And I see this all the time on Facebook. It's not just Mother's Day. Like, you see people go, here is me and my wife. We have been married for 10 years. But it only feels like yesterday. I love her. She's the best wife in the world. She does so much for me. And I just wanted to come on here and tell her that I appreciate her. What are you doing that for? Why are you putting that on the fucking internet? Just go tell her. Just go fucking tell them. Just go to your mother and go, do you know what, mum? You're fucking brilliant. You've done so much for me over the years. I love you to bits. Fucking there's a bunch of flowers. See you later. Right? I mean, to, to these people who put it on the internet, like, would they not 
you know, before they went to tell her, man, the thought they were amazing with the go, right, I'm gonna go tell mommy, I'm gonna go visit my mommy, right, and I'm gonna tell her that she's the best mother in the world, but I need to gather up 200 of my friends to come watch. You know, it's just bollocks. Stop doing it. Stop going on the internet and telling people how amazing they are. Just go tell them yourself. And then I don't have to fucking scroll past your shit. And it doesn't, and then I don't get wound up and start shouting at the phone. You know, and like, I don't know, I'm okay, I get it. Probably shouldn't be something that annoys me, but it fucking winds me up. Uh, this virtue signaling, I love my wife, I love my mother bullshit. Just stop it. Because who are you doing it for? You know, you're, you're not doing it for your mother. You're not, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for yourself. So everyone goes, oh, birthdays are the same. Happy birthday to you, the best wife and the mother in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Just go fucking tell her to your face. Go, what you're writing her. Go and fucking say that to her. And then we don't have to listen to your crap. But it's not, it, 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 oh. <laughs> if I start on this, this thing will turn into a two hour rant of me and social media. So I'm just gonna, Deep breaths. Not gonna let it annoy me. Not gonna put my blood pressure up. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna go. I've been talking for what? I've been talking for 20 minutes. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I like to make this between 20 minutes and half an hour. But we'll make it 20 minutes a day. Cause I'm gonna go run a bath. I don't know what you're thinking. It's Mother's Day. You should be running a bath for your wife. Like I said, she's not my man. I'm gonna have her bath. Cause I went for a run there. I went for a, t- I don't know, 10. I've done 10k. 10k in an hour and three minutes. Uh, because I've got the, what do you call it? I've got the uh, North Antrim Half Marathon in August. So I've been doing lots of fives. So it's time to just take it up, you know, do the OB10, then up to 15 here and there. And then when it comes to that, I'm ready for it. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, but no, I went out and just, I felt all right. You know, I didn't come home wrecked. And my knees aren't sore. My ankles aren't sore. You know, it's like, oh, it's just good. Uh, Mrs. McHugh's for Mrs. McHugh is nice. She's away for a run there now. And she's going see her mother. Mrs. McHugh annoys me, though, with her own. Like, you know, she hasn't run since like you know like September time because the weather gets bad right and then just they're nice man I'm gonna go for a run I guarantee you she'll do 5k in about 33 minutes hasn't lifted her arse for a run in fucking 6 months but she's just going I've done 5k in 33 minutes no problem she's just like that whereas I like if I stop for a week and go out to do a 5k I'm breathing out my hole after fucking 10 minutes and so I don't have for a run so I'm gonna run a bath I'm gonna land a bath I'm gonna have a weekend in the bath and I know it's not Father's Day, but I'm going to have a weekend in the bath. I'm going to have a bath bomb, prop up a tablet. Don't know what I'm going to watch, but I'm going to watch something on the tablet. I'm going to have a wee hour to myself. And then I'm going to come out of the bath. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to get writing on this show. Because uh, of a couple of wee warm-ups for it. I'm in Korean. I'm never out of Korean, for fuck's sake. I'm in Korean, just a wee sort of pub gig uh, on the 24th, which is this Friday. Uh, if you're planning on coming to the show in the Mac, don't go to this one in Korean because then you'll have seen the material. Uh, or here, come on, you want. Like, if you want to see it twice or you want to see, if you want to see it being said for the first time and then see it, you know, the finished article, you know, made it interesting. And then I'm in, uh, do you know where I'm going on Monday? Monday the 27th, I think it is. I'm going back to the place I did my second ever gig. I'm going back to the pavilion in Belfast. I haven't done it in... I don't know how many years since I've been up there, but I'm going to take a run up there. Now, I don't know if the pavilion people remember this or not, but I have a curse of the pavilion. That place could have had three or four or five weeks in a row sold out. The minute I turned up, six, right? I have had this curse on the pavilion for years. So we're going to go up on Monday. It's been selling out every week for, for like forever since after COVID. So we're going to go up this week and see if the Terry McHugh pavilion curse, uh, if we've cracked it, like, so we're up there again, be doing bits and pieces from the show, see how they go. Uh, so I'll get that. So I'm going to do a bit of writing today. 
And then I have to start yo-yo camp. You know, playing my yo-yos isn't like riding a bike. You know, it's you do forget not forget it, but I'm rusty as f- like you know what I mean, like the two-handed bit. Doing playing with two at the minute, it's not working. It's not fucking working. Uh, I can't find my stash of old yo-yos either, which is going to pose a problem because I'm going to need a handful of them. Uh, and I can't find my photographs from my yo-yo days either. I was going to go through them and then obviously trigger memories. Go oh, fuck, remember that? Talk about that now. So I'm going to do a bit of writing and then I am going to go to bed because I am on annual leave. I do not have to go to work this week. I don't have to deal with people's mobile phones. And I'm so happy. Like, don't get me wrong, I miss my mate, but I'm not in. But I don't miss the punters, right? Uh, and I'm going to do Monday. I, well, no. See, Monday I plan to do absolutely nothing. Like, I mean, I was going to set a new world record for doing nothing. Because I've been mental busy. Work's been mad. You know, just... I was going Monday's for doing nothing. But now it turns out both my sons are off on Monday as well. And do you know why both my sons are off on Monday? Because, see, their school... Their school was in, like, a ga final on St. Patrick's Day. So they've basically went, oh, well, we'll count that as a school day and take Monday instead. So my Monday's fucking ruined because a bunch of teachers decided that, oh, a ga day is work. You know, and, and you sort of look at them and you go, do you know what? See when the pay raise come. See, you, I want all the teachers to get the pay raise except the teachers in my fucking son's school because they're like, oh, ga day means that we get an extra day off. No, it doesn't. Stop ruining my week. Uh, so... But, you know, I'm going to just lie about and watch movies and TV and stuff. No writing, no thinking of comedy, no doing comedy, no nothing. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that'll be work, work days, but still chilling. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. If you have listened to this start to finish, thank you very, very much for listening. Tell your friends about it. Okay, just go. It's just podcast I listen to. A fella called Harry McHugh. You probably never heard him. Give it a listen. Now, they're probably listening to it and think, that oh, boy's on the verge of a nervous breakdown and needs to seek help. But tell him to listen. Uh, you know, and f- in the meantime, tell them to follow me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and, you know, share my pages and things to your friends and, uh, and give this thing a review, right? Just go on to wherever you get, wherever you get your podcasts and give it a review, right? And I don't normally do this internet love me thing sincerely, but I'm doing it now. Just, you know, tell people about me and come to my show on the 28th and 29th of April. Uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Oh, do you know what I went to? Do you know what I was at? Just before we go, what I was at last night, I went to see my good friend Tim McGarry and the Give Him a Headpiece crew, and it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was just a fun show. It was a brilliant, just went in, just go in, sit down, again, don't take yourself seriously, and laugh your bollocks off for two hours. It was, it was brilliant. I loved it. Just a really, 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 really fun night. As it always is, the Give Me Headpiece Live is always just a really fun night. So I, th- I think they've still got their opera house run the comments. It's virtually sold out. You know, they don't need me to promote them, but you should, if you go, you should go. It's just fun. It's just good natured, brilliant fun. Uh, I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Got to see Tim afterwards very briefly because, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you're friends with people, but, you know, when they're out afterwards, that, you know, the, the public want their moment with them. So I just went up, hello, Tim, good to see you. I'll let you do your thing. I'll see you again. Uh, it was great seeing Tim. One of the nicest men you'll ever meet. Uh, but it was a brilliant show. So if you, if you get a chance to that, go to that. Now buy tickets for my show first, right? You know, I love Tim and all the rest, but don't love him that much. Buy my ticket first. And then if you have any money left, go see him. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you very, very much for listening. I will speak to you again. Uh, this has been Terry McHugh talking in the house. Uh, look after yourself. See you later. Bye.